Well, here we are, everybody, Friday, October the 13th. And what a gospel we have today. I think it's kind of like a perfect gospel for Friday the 13th and, of course, the month of October, which is all about spooky things and all of that stuff. But good things, too, because, you know, pumpkins are good. And um, pumpkin pie is really, really good. So that's not spooky or bad. But anyway, however, Luke chapter 11, 15, 26, definitely has some spooky things in it. And it's that passage says, when Jesus had driven out a demon, so he's doing this nice thing. Some of the crowd said, by the power of Bezalbul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. In other words, he's able to do this because he's like in line with and a buddy of the bad guy. So the bad guy's helping him do this. Others, to test Jesus, asked him for a sign from heaven. Of course, they're always asking for signs, right? But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and a house will fall against a house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? In other words, you know what? If good, good places fight against each other, mm, it's not going to be good. They kind of like, if bad places, if Satan fights against himself, sometimes, you know, isn't it true that we spend so much time bickering among ourselves? And sometimes the evil one's not doing that so much because we give him an opening there. It says, <clears throat> if I then drive out demons by Beelzebul, the evil one, by whom do your own people drive them out? Mm. Therefore, he just turns it around a little bit. Therefore, be your own judges. But if it is by the finger of God, if it's a good reason of driving out demons, then the kingdom of God has come about you. You know? When, and then he goes on, when a strong man fully armed guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of someone, it roams through arid regions searching for rest. But finding none, it says, I shall return to my home from which I came. Like, oh, hey, you know. Where was that person anyway? They left. I can go back there. But upon returning, it finds it swept clean and put in order. Like someone expels Satan out of their lives and gets their house in order. Well, it can't, it can't enter back in that person. You know, it's like they got the armor of God on. But, it says, then it goes and brings back seven other spirits. More wicked than itself. Actually, they gang up. So that's the idea. You know, if one doesn't work, they gang up. Hey, that does happen in our lives, does it not? But some things that came to my mind as I went through this passage. And the first thing I thought about was, you know what? So often, how is it that this culture and other cultures and um, media and things along that line, we so often see accusations first. We see accusations put out there. And many times, accusations when people know they are absolutely false. But they want to get onto somebody, they want to ruin somebody, so they don't care what they say. They don't care if it's true or not, you know. The fact that it's not true most of the time, and eh, so what, we're going to say it anyway. Because guess what? People just take like, you know, um, mastheads, people just take like headlines on a newspaper uh, just for granted. Like they're not going to read into something and really try and look. So, well, obviously some people do. But so often people are just really caught by headlines and assume things. So it's unfortunate. And that's what's going on here. People are saying bad things about Jesus and they 
just assume everybody's going to just like say, oh yeah, he's a rotten guy. And the other thing about this is it's easy to close ourselves off, isn't it? And not look deeper. Because it takes some work on our part to go ahead and look deeper. You know, it takes effort on the part of these folks to see that when Jesus is doing his ministry, it's not the power of the devil. Jesus isn't aligned with him. He's quite the contrary. But it takes some effort and maybe even a change in my life if I want to like align myself with Jesus. And when we align ourselves with Jesus, in, as Jesus says in this own passage, we align ourselves with a gentleness and yet a clarity about it. You know, the Jesus here, our Lord, is speaking of kingdom. And when he talks about kingdom here, he's talking about a kingdom that's truly one that's unified, one that has compassion, one that has love, and one that has him at its center. And I think that's a good thing for us to always keep in mind when we judge and evaluate something. Perhaps it's something we we read, we saw in the news, or something along that we heard through some, some media outlet, um, is what could be at the center of this? And if it's something that would be at odds with our Lord, we know that it's probably not the right thing. And so, there's a little reflection today, just to sit back and just ask the Lord to help continue uh, helping us in our everyday experiences in our everyday to be able to uh, to evaluate life circumstances always looking at Jesus as being its center always looking at Jesus being our core and despite objections or even hostility that might come our way um, that we're not willing to go ahead and move from that position have a great weekend everyone